What up, podcast? Thanks again for giving us a listen. This guest brought so much to the show, and I'm really glad we had him on. From storytelling to networking, he gives us all the advice for someone starting out as a filmmaker or cinematographer. Huge thanks to him, but also huge thanks to all you listeners. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Um, thanks for tuning in again to the podcast. I have another special guest here, which is actually a filmmaker, videographer. And if you could just introduce yourself, tell us a little bit of who you are and what you do and, you know. Just a little quick kind of introduction. Hello, everyone. My name is Daryl Palapuz. I'm a cinematographer slash photographer, pretty much a media specialist in a way. Uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm on, I have my own business, and I also work for a company called Pinoy Tribe Entertainment, where we bring musicians from Philippines, also uh, international musicians from, from the U.S. as well to perform here in Winnipeg for concerts. That's awesome. So I got in touch with you after the last episode with yeah. April and mm-hmm. she had said to reach out to you because you were interested in, I think, teaching. Well, she was interested in hearing more about the film side of things. Yeah. And tell us how you got into what you do now, kind of the, a little quick short intro to the origin story. Okay, so it all started back in high school when I used to do a part-time work for my drafting teacher at Maples, because um, he, he's the one that does the yearbook. I was also in graphics design at the time. So like they asked me to like, oh, take some pictures for, for the yearbook. Uh, I think I was uh, back in grade 11, grade 12. Mm-hmm. So I did that for a bit, but I'm like, it's not really my kind of style because uh, I like to do candid stuff, yeah. but at, the, at that time I didn't, I didn't know that yet. Mm-hmm. So like after high school, I just started to do more, uh, do more st- candid on the side. Uh, until on uh, 2010, I bought my first camera, and that's when pretty much it started. Uh, I, I started to know more people who's into photography, just meet with them, shoot stuff, do photo walks, and then uh, met up with uh, more uh, more friends from high school that does, that does dance, and that's when I started to get into video. Not knowing a lot about video, my my camera was T1i at the time. I, you know, it's 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 uh, it's auto. Everything's auto. Yeah. So just pretty much press record and put it on a tripod and, and yeah, that's, that's the end of the story. But I guess in the end, the more I did it, I kind of wanted to know more, mm-hmm. more about the, more about the video and, and yeah, just the whole uh, cinematography side of things. And that's when I started to um, self-taught myself yeah. to, uh, about the, all the terms and all that, all that, like how I want to, I want to produce a better image quality. Yeah. And yeah, that's awesome. So how did that become a more focus on to dance and music and performers and getting like I see you working with people like um, Parokia and yeah, yeah. it's crazy because <laughs> I when I grew up I used to listen to yes, them all the time yeah. and they're flying out here and mm-hmm. you're linking up with them and I thought mm-hmm. that's that's really cool. So kind of how that um, happened. Uh, it all starts with a uh, with a group of friends. Um, I met up with one guy uh, back in twenty. 10 maybe 2009 he used to sell t-shirts like uh like philippines t-shirts so that guy's huge i met up with him and then one one summer we all met up he's like oh i actually want to start producing we were supposed to produce uh if you heard of legacy from youtube so we were supposed to bring them here but things fell off like it was just a whole bunch of misunderstanding from the manager and from our side so it's like we can't do this Mm -hmm. so we quit and then fast forward 2011, um, 
Marby started to talk to more people, and um, Shadow Inc. I believe was the producer of the tour at the time. Okay. They talked to Shamarby. Um, they were willing to to pay for everything. We ju- they just needed a venue and people to sell tickets, and that's when Marby contacted me like, "Let's sell tickets. We only got a month. Yeah, let's sell tickets." And it was sold out within two weeks before the show. Holy shit, that's so, crazy. Yeah, that's pretty much how it started. Wait, so then after that, people started coming to you guys because yeah. He yeah. showed up, and yes. you were starting to do video for him? Yeah, pretty yeah. much, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And so you managed to sell, t- like, two weeks flat, like, just like Two that. weeks, that's yes. That's crazy. And all the uh, Parochian Edgar shows were always sold out ever since. Like, we bring them every two years. Every two years? Every two years. So when are they coming back? Because I gotta go, I gotta uh, go one, one of these days. I don't think they have a Winnipeg show this year, yeah. but, like, another uh, another yeah. two years. So That's awesome. Yeah. Sweet. Um, besides... Uh, video, photo, um, all that sort of creative stuff. Is there anything else that you're obsessed with or just a big kind of um, fan mm, of? I guess, uh, I guess it's still somewhat related. I, I like watching films and TV series. This is just very story, story driven. Because yeah. like, like for me, storytelling is my main kind of focus mm-hmm. for everything, cinematography, even photography. Yeah. So like, uh, when I watch them, I feel like I want I want to learn something. I want to know know how I want to know how they they do the story. How do how you drive the story? What drives yeah. the story? And how how their characters de- develop and each kind of stuff. So in a way, it's still everything. Everything's still uh, related because I like cinematography. It's, it's something I, I do enjoy very much. And and yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, no, <laughs> even like those little things like watching shows, you kind <laughs> yes, of focus on yes. how to learn from it, right? Yeah. As um, you tell me that you kind of started, you know, having people telling you like, "Hey, you want to um, do some videos?" Like we're doing some dance things, and you show mm-hmm. up. What was the hardest part to actually get started into turning it into something more of a career than just a hobby? Because that's one thing we try to bring is how do people get started, and people want to turn this whatever they love into actually mm-hmm. making money, right? So, well, I think the very first thing you need to do is you have to love it. Yeah. You really. You really have to like enjoy doing what you're doing before you can actually turn into a career. Mm-hmm. Because if you're only after the money, I don't think it's gonna be. It's gonna last for yeah. sure. Because actually, uh, to be honest, I was an architecture student at U of M, and like after after being in it for two years, I'm like, you know what? It's, this is kind of burning me out. I need something, and I had actually had photography on the side at the time, but mm-hmm. it wasn't something I was seriously considering until again I met a few more people that that yeah. does dance or photography so i'm mm-hmm. like okay i need i need uh i need something on the side to kind of keep my mind off things while i'm uh, while i'm not in school i guess yeah interesting so then it just sort of became yeah so, was, and because yeah. you love it right then you yes, kind of just keep doing it right that's cool what was something you bought recently like that just would you would say which uh changed or made the big impact in your life or uh, career <laughs> it's funny it's uh i would say ssd for the computer, yeah, because it's you. You know this. You, you oh, edit yeah. when you edit. Uh, it makes everything faster. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, it's just a it's just a huge. Like, it makes everything easier for me because I have it on my laptop and I have it on my PC. Mm-hmm. So let's say if I if I'm not home, but I have all the files I need in the SSD, I can just easily just over. put it on and then work record it there. So. Faster workflow, right, <laughs> dude? Like. Premiere always crashes for me, so it's a pain in the ass. But I, I know what you mean. Um, do you ever feel overwhelmed or kind of out of focus? Um, and kind of how do you work your way through that? 
Yes, uh, as a creative, I definitely yeah. get that. Like, especially right now, I'm in a creative rut. I actually posted something like that. Like, I asked people, like, um, mm-hmm. how do you guys get get uh, get out of it? So I'm like, some people like it's. Uh, I heard a lot of uh, I heard a lot of different uh, outputs from people. Like, some mm-hmm. say like change your room. Um, some people say, oh, just go for a drive. Some people say cook. So like right now for me, uh, I, I guess it's still progress for me. Yeah. But actually, just started uh, cooking a nice. lot. Like I, I cook, I cook too, but yeah. not as often as uh, as now. So I'm like, yeah, I just started just cooking, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's definitely something that's not new, but something I'm getting back into. So I'm like, yeah, just trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like that different shift into yeah, kind of well, yeah. putting it on the side, yeah. right? And yeah, that's it's cool. not something like serious, but yeah, it's something I do want to learn more about. So yeah, because I feel like if sometimes I feel like I should be always 100% onto photography or videography, yes, right? Yes. And it's actually better to kind of take a step mm-hmm. back, I think. Yeah. And it's good to know that that does help, mm-hmm. right? And for other people that... I feel like most people think that they have to be super busy and... Yeah, yeah. I'm actually... I'm like that too. Like, yeah. But what I do is uh, try to get as much projects as I can. Mm-hmm. And then one time is right. If you can't edit it, just take a step back, do yeah. something else. Let it marinate in your mind. You know what I mean? Like, it's not don't just let it sit there but let it marinate look into mm-hmm. it like every 20 minutes just so that you don't burn out easily oh for sure interesting so tell me more about the storytelling i know off camera off uh, recording we were talking about storytelling and yeah. um for you there were, you were building something towards that in terms of um filmmaking and short films mm-hmm. i've always wanted to get into short films i have a bunch of ideas but i don't know yet how to execute them okay, and okay. I've been thinking about it and definitely interested in what your uh, plans mm-hmm. are and put it on the put well, it on record <laughs> for me uh, it's actually put it's hard to uh, put uh, words in, put it into words yeah. so that from, from what I'm thinking it's hard to put it into words so but what uh, what I think about is like think of uh, like uh, just think of something like a short uh, one, one sentence mm-hmm. and then figure out the characters and figure out like they need to have uh, some sort of struggle or or uh, something that uh, that makes them a better character in the end so like put an obstacle right here right make uh, make them uh, cross the obstacle and then now they're like a new man a better better man mm-hmm. right or something like yeah. that so don't just put like a, a blank character and then be the same character towards the end so it's gotta be sudden thing like like it's all goes back to basics in elementary where we have the beginning middle end yeah and then we have the uh the rising action we got the climax we have the resolution so it really all comes down to that like all comes down to the basics really i like that that's a good way to look at storytelling for sure and definitely i feel like i miss out on that even just photos like <laughs> they should be telling stories right and not just a matter yes. of um yeah. uh, picture versus mm-hmm. like photo, it really right? boils down to how it speaks to you right? mm-hmm. that's awesome for people that want to go to where you are, so if I or somebody else said I want to be making short films, making videos, doing wedding fo- wedding videography, filmmaking, cinematography, what would be an advice that you can give to somebody that's starting out and said, hey, I want to be like you one day? I would approach people who's already been doing it for for a few years. Mm-hmm. And I would just, that's where I would start because that's how I actually actually... I got into a wedding video film. I actually uh, asked a couple of guys, my friends, uh, Alvin Al Video mm-hmm. Productions. Uh, they're not doing videos anymore, but I think back in 20, 2012, 2013, I asked them like, if I could 
if I could be a third shooter for them for a couple of um, for their weddings. Yeah. And, you know, just kind of like see how they work and what, see what the workflow is. Mm-hmm. Just so that, okay, I can, I can probably do this by myself. And, and yeah, just, just work from there. And that's, that's definitely one of the things that I would yeah. recommend them. And be willing to invest in gear because it's, <laughs> it's not, yeah. You're so expensive. <laughs> it is. <laughs> what was the most expensive thing you bought that you thought, like, this makes no sense, but... Um, it was good. It was really good. I think this is it. I think this lens is it. Lens? Probably, I don't know. Uh, me, it's this. Yeah. But I know audio is, is huge, so yeah. I'm like, you know what? It's, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he, he was pointing out at the... Yeah. yeah. The, it's the road link. The road link. The lapel. Like, because I know for everything, mm-hmm. I know for a fact that... Um, a, a good movie and with a bad audio is a bad movie. So. For sure. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> That's good to know. Okay, maybe I should step up my, my audio <laughs> game and not my lens game. Um, when it, So I was talking to April and this will be on the next or the last podcast, but she was talking about building a community and something that what we're trying to do is mm-hmm. do just that, right? Bring um, more creatives on, teach what do you feel is missing that um, you'd like to see more of in the scene? I feel like there's there's less uh, less and less people offering workshops mm-hmm. around here. Yeah, like I know there Poto Central does this um, every Friday. Yeah. Like they bring uh, they bring few teachers, mm-hmm. and, and I feel like that's a good thing. Henry's used to do that too, but they kind of um, slow down for a bit. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Don's Don's haven't done that, but they're also they just uh, lost their um, Dakota store, so I feel like the less and less camera stores we have, yeah. the less and less um, opportunities for people to like learn and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Whereas Instagram is such a very big community, even just locally, because there's so many people that, that goes just goes out there to shoot and actually met a lot of people through Instagram. For sure. So I feel like that's a dip, uh, that's one of those. Uh, first things that you have to go through and just kind of network with people yeah yeah so it's interesting because i've wanted to do workshops we've wanted to do Mm -hmm. workshops Mm -hmm. sometimes i feel like i don't know what to teach people especially starting out i don't know if i'm comfortable enough talking about those things and you were telling me earlier that you would be interested in Mm -hmm. kind of bringing more info on filming Mm -hmm. and you even came by and said after we do the podcast, we yes. can you know, show you some tips on That's right. yeah. that, which is really cool. And mm-hmm. kind of how that comes to play in your mind, because I feel like I don't have anything to bring to the table mm-hmm. sometimes. Well, it's just that um, you got to be very specific on what you want to learn. Mm-hmm. Because uh, if you, if you um, teach people how to make a short film, but then you don't know uh, what kind of knowledge they have, right? Yeah. So you really got to go to the basics. I'm actually, we're all meeting up with April and uh the, the crew mm-hmm. on March 8th we're gonna have our print swap but nice. also we're gonna have like our, our own little workshop for video which is it's just to meet to teach uh, basic film, yeah. filmmaking mm-hmm. um, more so the terms what's uh, what's 1080p what's uh, yeah. frame rates what's shutter speed all that kind of stuff just yeah. so that you know if they come across it like oh what's this what's just so that they know how to use their camera better mm-hmm. so that's that's one of the things I actually want to start with that's awesome, yeah. yeah. Definitely we'll have to bring you on because we want to do more workshops <laughs> and we're already planning one uh, for photos at, uh, hopefully next month. And 
well, we're trying to rope April into helping out and link, bringing more people along, <laughs> right? Because definitely yes. building that community is nice, and mm-hmm. it's always nice to be able to do um, the thing that you like together with other people. Sure. Um, talk to me more about the crew. Okay, so um, crew is called the uh, Pinny Pig Collective. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it's like a it's like a house of collective uh, collective of a uh, pool of people who's who brings different uh, like genre yeah. to the to the table like uh like joe i mentioned joe mm-hmm. he does street photography there's a guy named patrick that he does uh 3d animations all that kind of stuff so like every every person does something different that yeah. really brings a lot to the mm. table so yeah and then uh, there's this jumil starting in uh in video uh jericho he's uh he's like the chef of the group randy as well you i'm, I'm pretty sure you've seen his work yeah and yeah, it's just when you look at their Instagram and all the all those photos, you'll definitely see like they all have their own style. It was just amazing. Yeah, and bringing it all together, right, yes, kind of yes. makes it. You're learning from each other, yeah, right? Of course. I like that. And tell me how your print exchange kind of came to be, and you guys <laughs> seem to be doing it more often now, right? Yeah, so, that's the we did our second one uh, last month. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one we did was bef- right before uh, Christmas came came along yeah. which is funny because uh, April, uh i just came along april story and like oh that's so cool like i missed that and like and i just like oh we're still we're still doing it uh come by if you can bring two photos i'm like okay i don't have prints but uh, yeah i'll come by which is, which is funny but yeah that was that's where pretty much all started mm-hmm. so that's so cool and are more people and more people are kind of getting involved and oh uh, yeah yeah yes. yeah that's awesome and i see everybody else is kind of getting their own successes in mm-hmm. in that kind of industry um right and it's really cool one thing I wanted to ask, so again, for someone starting out, I feel like it's it's very important to know things like being able to push yourself out there into the yeah. market and um, building your own brand, I suppose, mm-hmm. or maybe it's getting involved in an agency. I have not been part of one, so I don't know what that's like, and it's probably really good because you naturally pick things mm-hmm. up, but for somebody that's solo or... Um, yeah, not really having that kind of talent pool to share with. Mm-hmm. What do you think would be the best for them to kind of? I would say yeah, start social media. It's it's yeah. it's, it's huge. It's it's community on its own. Mm-hmm. Or I think I have never been uh, tried an agency before, but I, I've done some corporate stuff before. Mm-hmm. And you do have to do all the work. Email companies, see what you can offer them. Yeah, I think at one point when uh, Skip the Dishes was starting, I sent them an email like. Hey, like um, I'm a videographer. Um, here's my here's some of the reel I've done. I can make a commercial for you. Unfortunately, I didn't get it, but I've seen their commercials. Yeah, but, you know, it's something like that. Something small. Something mm-hmm. you can definitely work on. Something you can finish, and you know, whatever whatever happens, you have something mm-hmm. to, to show for sure. You ever struggle with things like clients telling you that they're not willing to pay for that much, or convincing them that the, a video would be good instead of i feel like i get that because i'm telling people like putting a video out on your social would be mm-hmm. really good instead of just photos mm-hmm. um, but they don't seem to see the value do you ever try to convince them or you just kind of in the beginning it's yeah it was yeah. tough because um people don't know you people uh that, that's why what i do what i do for us um we try to offer try to offer them like a wedding film Mm-hmm. for uh, discounted price like half price yeah. just so that once I have something done then I can show it to mm-hmm. more clients and 
And for like, I'd say about two, three years, it's been just me working on my portfolio, working on my own kind of style filmmaking. Yeah. So that by, by to now, I would have something that's uh, consistent and sure. to show people. And that already also my uh, clientele changed yeah. too, like after, after that. Because like, say two, three, uh, four, three, four years ago, it was, it's hard to like get them to pay my package, which is the same. It's, you know, yeah. it's hard for them to, mm-hmm. to like, oh, video owes this much, but yeah. what about photos, right? So, right. yeah, it's tough for them to like, you really have to teach them. You have to show them the value, show them the value. That, right? And, and it shows like now uh, when people come to me, they don't even ask like, why is it this much? They just, they just pay because they see your work. They yeah. work speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's more important most important thing that's a good point i feel like i'm trying to rush things and you say two to three years mm-hmm. i just started video recently oh, so yeah, definitely no, something to um, keep in mind mm-hmm. is a bit, be a bit more patient yeah right um one thing that i would like to ask personally for me is what is a what is a good secret for um working with video i feel like i like the way you shoot things okay You've got a good style that I really enjoy. I'm trying to be more cinematic. Mm-hmm. What would be a, a good advice to do that? Okay, so my my secret is that the one uh, I always share to people who really wants to like learn how to how how I do like videos, whether it's weddings, whether it's short films, is that if you want to be uh, cinematic, if you want um, show them how to make uh, a sequence mm-hmm. and how I sh- I would show them that is a think of your subject. And then think, uh, think 360. So like, if you're walking, take a shot in the front. Walking, take a shot on this side of the foot. Walking, take a shot on the back side, but like cowboy medium. Yeah. And then here, like, and then and then try to edit that. You can make something, right? But if say you're walking, here's a tripod walking. Can you really edit that? That's no, fair. Right? So. So all so the angles. All not all the not, angles. Just think 360. Think 360. Think 360. Like, don't just do 360. And then kind of like record, 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 like yeah. move it around, see how, see how it looks like. Mm-hmm. It's called, um, pos- um, oh, what's it called? Composition. So you have to, you have to know the composition, rule of thirds, um, all the other stuff doesn't really make matters, but yeah, yeah rule of thirds mostly. Sounds like you're going to have to uh, do a workshop on this and <laughs> teach all of us about that. I'd be so down for that. That's a good point. I... Sometimes I do it, sometimes I don't because you have the same scene and I also feel like I should just let them do their own thing naturally but well the way uh i think one of the reasons why it's like that is because hollywood makes us think that they're using multiple cameras but it's actually just one camera it's just that they have a shot list and that's mm-hmm. what we've been doing for our short films we always have to have a shot list yeah it's not just this is the action move here move here but we have the specific shot list for action uh, films we actually make uh, something called previs where it's it's basically a training for us, but at the same time we're filming how it's supposed to look for the actual mm-hmm. uh, film on the on the day of filming. Yeah. So like say three months from now, six months from now, we'll have a sequence like a three minute sequence fight, but it's actually six months in the making of for, for train and at the same time rehearsal, so that when we film it, we don't have to go back to the shot mm-hmm. list because we have the previous already. Right, and it makes everything easy. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that they only used one camera. Yeah, one camera. That makes me feel better. Maybe I don't need to get a second body. <laughs> um, what's tell me more about your projects and what's kind of coming up on the, the down the year? Um, 
actually going back to um, Vegas for a film festival again. Mm-hmm. It's uh, called Hollywood uh, Hollywood Dreams International Film Festival. It's uh, Action on Film Film Festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, in Ve- it's in Vegas at Palm Casino Resort. We've been going there for past three years now. This is my this year is gonna be my third year. We're just gonna try it one more time. Uh, we have a couple of couple of films to submit. I'm also working on a, a new music video with uh, John Concepcion, which yeah. I've been working for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the films is uh, called The Line. It's it's been out uh, last year, and we filmed that back in 2017. We entered that uh, last last year. We got the uh, honorable mention mm-hmm. for a uh, best action sequence. Nice. And then there's another new film called. Um, Pent up, it's a it's a thriller. It's a night. Uh, it's about fifteen minutes long, and we're gonna enter it up for the Hollywood Dreams. And yeah, that's pretty much it. That's quite a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I see. You've been working a lot with John, and I mean, yeah, yeah well, I'm trying to keep yeah, up with definitely. that sort of work, right? Mm-hmm. And you're always, you're always doing some small side projects here and there. I well, I I definitely uh, believe in his capabilities. I believe in his talent. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of like matching that um, effort energy. And yeah, whenever he has new music, I'm like let's work, let's do something. And he's close to reaching fifty thousand subscribers soon on YouTube. So yeah, yeah that's <laughs> just awesome. Push, push, push. That is so cool. That's that's huge. And you've been working with him for so long. Uh, yeah, about two, at least two years now. Yeah, so. and seeing that kind of go up, right? Yeah. Actually, was, yeah. when I started working uh, working with him, it was around thirty k subscribers already. Nice. And he wasn't making as much music yeah. as as compared to now. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it's definitely a, a big progress for him. You guys are probably pushing each other too, right? Oh, yeah. You're wanting to make more videos and he's wanting to do more music. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If um, as comfortable as you are, what is something that you would consider one of the biggest failures and how you kind of overcame that as a filmmaker? Biggest failure? Oh, it's just happened recently. Oh, nice. Because um, I applied for a camera training job from a Vancouver-based company here in Winnipeg at the Film Training Manitoba. And I only found out about it right uh, right around Christmas. Like actually, Christmas Eve mm-hmm. is when I found out about it. Uh, deadline was January fourth, so it's been scrambling all throughout the holidays. Just like okay, just get it, just to get all the uh, applications in and all the resumes, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Trying to put my uh, portfolio together, and I didn't. I, sadly, I didn't make it. But it was definitely a huge wake up call because I had uh, one of the guys from uh, City of Winnipeg. He's the one uh, in charge. Like he's the one in charge for any major films, like Hollywood uh, people coming here. Yeah. He's one of the managers for those kind of stuff, and he w- he actually wanted to be on my reference, and I still didn't get in. Oh. Like he he wrote me a, a recommendation letter and everything. I still didn't get in. I'm like, yeah, it's it's definitely a, a huge uh, wake up call because uh, I was actually I was depending on it, like the mm-hmm. job. I wanted the job, and for sure. I was ready to work extra hours it was fine it, it was just going to be a trainee uh trainee position yeah and i didn't get it so i'm like you know what it's really pushes me to to now think outside the box i'm like okay what's my next move what do i have to do and, mm-hmm. and yeah interesting mm-hmm. i gotta read so, yeah damn thing right <laughs> that's one thing that sucks about it is i have to keep re-recording 30 minutes 30 minutes yeah oh, i think sucks. i can raise the cap i'm not sure um there's a half for this one. Is it? Yeah. Okay, that's good to know. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> um, cool. So then tell me, as you say, you're thinking outside the box. What does that mean for you now? 
Um, just gotta work on more either it's personal projects or just others other people's projects. Like um, like I said, we have pent up. That's that's yeah. done. It's it's picture mm-hmm. locked. Also, uh, post processing done. Or sound done. Mm-hmm. So now we have a uh, we have a web series that we're kind of working on. Nice. We have uh, it's three seasons. We have the one the first season already written up. So we just gotta film it and then cast uh, cast editions for that one. And we have uh, two other full feature uh, full feature scripts that that's pretty much where yeah. it goes. Just to we're gonna try and offer offer it to producers. See if we can actually, yeah, produce them. And, yeah. That's really where you want to go is like movie making and yeah. like the, oh, big, yeah. the big screen, right? Yes. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> I've always figured most of the videographers running around the city or, you know, just YouTube. Uh, YouTube actually, or whatever. I did YouTube back yeah. in 2010 when I was starting. Mm-hmm. That's with, uh, with the cabin, with the dance videos and that stuff. Yeah. But YouTube, like I tried it for a bit. It's it, not your it's thing. Not, it's not that's not my thing. It's just that. It's so super saturated that yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna make money off of this. Try else, sure. something else. Yeah. yeah, and you want to get more into the films, and that's why you wanted yes. that position really badly. Yeah. That's cool. Well, <laughs> hopefully you gotta you know get yeah. a better shot next time, right? Tell me something else that you would want to part away with the audience with. I feel as though this was jam packed with a lot of information. <laughs> it's crazy, and my mind's just running running yeah. around. I'm yeah. like, oh, well, so many things to keep track of, yeah. and so many things I need to learn. So then, uh, yeah, let. Anything else you'd like to say to the audience and anybody that's out there aspiring to be uh, making videos and doing films, short films, being on the big screen one day, um, <laughs> anything that you could leave up to this community, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, first things first is you gotta be, you gotta be ready to learn. You gotta be ready to um, accept uh, criticisms because yeah, you gotta have thick skin for that. And most of all is you gotta, gotta be willing to invest on gear if needed. You gotta be willing to network with people. Yeah, you know, like I'm not really someone who would just go to someone and talk to them. Yeah. You know, unless, unless I was approached first. But it's something definitely that I, I'm I'm learning as as we go, and and yeah, just be willing to help out people. Be willing to put yourself out there. Is what of my advice. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, anywhere, anything else that you could shout out? Uh, let us know how we can find you. Um, reintroduce yourself and just close it out for us. Yeah, you, uh, you can definitely find me on Instagram. It's a uh, DP dot cinematographer without the the vowels. And a shout out to uh, Penny Peg Collective, my crew, April and the and the gang. And and yeah, and thank you, Juan, for inviting me over. No, thanks so much, Daryl. This is a <laughs> lot of information and. For me, wanting to start off uh, making videos, for sure somebody that I've looked up to silently and only just <laughs> recently got pushed to chat. So I really appreciate this time. And uh, now I'm going to go and get some secret tips that you guys are going <laughs> to listen to. Thanks so much. No problem. Good to be here. If you like this episode, be sure to share it with all your friends on social. And if you have any comments or suggestions, send us a message. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it.